Hello, hello. Well, this is uh, a very actually interesting surprise encounter. Uh, I will get, I'll tell you all about it a bit later. But I am here in the office of the president of AMS, which is the... Alma Mater Society uh, Student Union at uh, UBC Vancouver. Yes. How I got to this office, interesting fact, was I got lost. And I entered into the first open door, and this guy's like, just come in! <laughs> so thank you so much, Alan. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, so we're here. Uh, what is the story of Alan? So uh, my name's Alan Ehrenholtz. I am a fourth year, going into my fifth year of civil engineering here at UBC. I'm born and raised in Burnaby, uh, just down the road from UBC. Nice. Uh, nice. My, the reason I came to UBC was my dad graduated from here 30 plus years ago and uh, his stories inspired me to come to his alma mater and uh, his stories of his time at student government inspired me to get involved in student government. And as you can tell, he's just a natural at this. This is, this is like day 11 for you right now. It's about yeah, day 11, uh, you were just uh, voted in by yeah. the public. So just tell us a little bit about that because we spoke off camera about that and it's very interesting stories. So I want to... I yeah. want to make sure everyone gets there. So um, in February, before the election season kind of started, some friends and I uh, got together and they said, Alan, you know, we kind of want to run this joke campaign. Uh, the engineering cairn is a, <laughs> is a, a landmark here at UBC. Uh, and it would be really funny if you were kind of the person, you're, you're a talkative guy, we think you can do it. Um, and I said, sure, why not? Let's go for it. And uh, then part of the way through the campaign, I released a real a real platform, a full platform of the things I would do if elected president. Uh, and I had a, you know, a wealth of experience in student government uh, bef from beforehand. I was the engineering undergraduate society president. Nice, um, nice. And it, uh, the, voters, the voters went for it. And the voters, the, the students here at UBC decided I'd be a, a good fit. And uh, here, you know, uh, here you go. I'm uh, 11 days into being president. <laughs> and the fact that you said you have a literal open door policy. As much as I can. And you have a glass office. So literally, it, if this was, uh, you know, this is quite simply the definition of transparent government. Right <laughs> as much as we can. As much as we can. That's amazing. So that you've you showed us how you got in, um, and you you're born in Bonnaby. So basically, yeah. just this is like your town. This is this yeah. Is, everything around here is just you. Yeah, a local guy. Uh, grew up playing soccer throughout the Lower Mainland. Um, haven't you know been other places, but uh, this is home. One hundred percent. This is home. That's nice. That's very nice. So, uh, just just as uh, let's a little tangent once more, civil engineering. How did you find time to just? I mean, it started as a joke, but still. Yeah. Was... So uh, I think engineering at UBC, the EUS as a whole, really set me up for it. Yeah. Uh, the EUS is our our engineering student government. Uh, it's a volunteer society, uh, and it was a lot of fun to get involved. Again, that was one of the things my dad did with his time at UBC. Uh, so one of the things that I looked out for. When I came as a first year, um, I was really kind of searching for something, and the, and the EUS was where where it came from. Wonderful. And uh, like I mentioned off camera, next year I won't be taking my full engineering course load. Oh, knowing it, like that's one thing that every engineering student can agree on: the <laughs> course loads are killer. So I won't be taking my full course load; I'll only be taking a couple courses. So it's uh, I'll be focusing my efforts here. And the students of UBC, uh, I'm not a UBC student, but I can say we appreciate that. And in fact, like, it's a very interesting thing. Like, when I met you, I'm like, oh, is that a Polish tie or humanities student? You're like, oh, no, I'm an engineer. Like, that's, that's amazing because I uh, mentioned off camera, I had an interview with Kobe, great guy. Uh, you guys get to listen to him later. He 
is all about science. And one of the things he likes to do is make sure that scientists have a voice. I'm like, that's a very important fact, given that people nowadays are like, oh, no, I want quick information, or if you can't communicate properly, I'm not going to listen. Yeah. The fact that you're an engineering student, and you're like, hey, I can sit at basically the top office of student yeah. governments and give that voice to students. That is amazing. Yeah, I think it's really cool. You can't, uh, the way I kind of always explain it to people is, you know, your degree is the reason you came to university, but at the end of the day, it's only a piece of paper. And everything you do while at university, all the things that you choose to get involved in, that fills your piece of paper with color. That is like a golden quote right there. And then I have to <laughs> put that on the wall. And just paint that. that is beautiful. Thank you so, so much. No problem. Yeah, so jumping into things, um, you saw your title of presidency. What is, you know, the AMS and why is it important? Uh, so the Alma Mater Society is our student union here at UBC uh, Vancouver. Uh, why is it important? We provide academic advocacy, professional development, and social opportunities to our students. We represent students at uh, all levels of government to the university. We advocate for them on behalf of important issues. And we try to improve the lives of students while they're here at UBC. Um, so one of those things that you can get involved in is your AMS. You can volunteer or work for the AMS. Um, if I'm guessing this right, every student is an AMS member. Yes. Uh, by coming to UBC, you pay AMS fees and you're an AMS member. You have access to all of our services, uh, which range from a food bank to tutoring to our Safe Walks service to Speakeasy, which I believe is how you found your yeah, way Yeah, I here. actually found my way here because I wandered into the... A this is the third floor of Nest. We're going to get more into Nest because it's a wonderful building so far. Uh, I, I wandered up here, you know, third floor, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking for an office. And yeah. the, entire, the entire floor is an office. So I wandered into the services because I said, hey, these guys might know where to go. And I was curious about the sign that said speakeasy. I'm like, speakeasy to me is like, like a... Like, you know, back in the old days, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's what I thought it was, and I was confused what was doing on the sign. No. And then yeah, I walked yeah. in, and the lady's like, oh, no, speakeasy is a way for students to talk to someone else yeah. before they have to go talk to counseling. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's more comfortable, you're more, you're more, it's, I'm like, that's beautiful. It's, that's amazing. It's been a service uh, of the AMS for quite some time, unfortunately. I, wouldn't, I don't know the years off the top of my head, but it's one of our uh, more well-used services. It's, uh, it's an awesome service for students that uh, don't want to go out to formal counseling right away. Great, great. No, that, and that is a wonderful service. The fact that it exists and students are using it, it's, just, it's a win-win. Yeah, It's a win-win. Sure. Yeah, so, and uh, any other like big field? Well, now we've talked about the AMS. Nest. This yeah. building is amazing. Yeah, so the fact that it's all student-owned and operated—it's—it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's—it's it's quite the space. Um, so in 1967, actually, the old student union building was built, um, and it, the campus—it's a—I wasn't born then. It's a long time ago, uh, but in about 2007-2008, uh, the AMS group at the time looked at the old sub and said it was built in the 60s. Uh, it was built for a campus that was much different than the campus we have today, and it's time for an update. And so they started the process almost 10 years ago now um, of looking into what can we do to get a new student space, an updated student space, a modern student space on campus. And that was a long process. Uh, this building opened up in July 2015, so that's eight years uh, from concept wow. to opening uh, for cutting the ribbon. Yeah. And, uh, 
it's, it's quite the space. Uh, considering that the old sub, we didn't have space for all of the groups that wanted space. This building offers so much more to students at UBC. That it allows us as the AMS to offer so much more to students, which is really quite exciting. And it looks really cool. It looks really cool. The fact that, A, it's very green, uh, you know, it's very clean oriented. So it's yeah. green, it's, the recycling is there, there's yeah. so many options. The, the way it's designed more, there's lots of natural light coming in. Yep. And the fact that you could walk in here and, you know, it did, this is one of the things I liked about it was the first floor had, you had food, you had bookstores. Second floor, same, it's kind of similar. So students aren't just coming here for club and everything. As the sign says, it is where it happens. It's yeah. where it all happens. So much student activity can occur here. Um, from partying to club activities to student government activities, studying. Um, we have restaurants, like you said, food. Yeah. Um, coffee shop, so all different sorts of student activity can happen here, and we really think it's a central point on campus for students. And it's, it's so far, like I said, it's been a wonderful experience, and I'm pretty I'm sure, glad. like, just the fact, like I said, it's it's owned and operated by students, and yeah. students actually get that say in that. Yep. And this is, for, this is a mess, it's a home, right? Yep. It's a home, so it's exactly. great. Exactly. Yeah, and so how can people uh, get involved with AMS? You mentioned some examples of volunteer, and yeah. obviously student leadership and governance, but yeah. uh, what, what are the ways? I mean, I think student uh, student advocacy at, at, at UBC as a whole is so so widespread. So you can get involved in your like I did in my in your student society for your for arts or for science or for me engineering business. Yeah. You can start there like I did. Um, you can kind of look at running in elections to be an AMS representative on our council right away, which I know some of our other executives have done. Um, or you can go through our club system. You can get involved in the various clubs that we assist or help operate. Um, you can help out in our services. You could volunteer for Speakeasy. You could volunteer to be a tutor or a safe walk walker. That is amazing. Uh, so there are so many different ways to get involved. And the best way is just to visit the website and, uh, and look into it. Yeah. What's the website, Tara? Uh, AMS.ca uh, as far as I know. Yeah, AMS.ca. In fact, we'll, I'll find that. I'll put that in the link somewhere. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, as we're kind of winding down here, what's a quote or phrase that you live by? Something like just... Yeah, so I said my, my little degree piece of paper quote earlier, but... Uh, that, that's a golden quote, by that, the, I love to use that one, yeah. so it's a common one that I like to use. But something I actually live by is it's a Winston Churchill quote, and it's the pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, but the optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. And wow. especially in student government, you know, there's a lot of challenges, you're very busy, not everything's easy, no. but you can always find something good, an opportunity in it to improve yourself, to improve the society, to improve your relationships with other people, whatever it may be. You don't have to see it as difficult, you can see it as an opportunity. Yeah, that, and that's, that to me just kind of just, it's a different version of what I always think about, you know, to think about, it's inspire myself, inspire others, inspire the world. Lovely. You start with, it's almost like a cup list, you've got three cups and one gets filled up and flows in the other mm. and flows in the other. And that's that's just a wonderful quote. Yeah. And of course, it's Winston Churchill. So naturally, yeah. because of the wisdom there. So we've mentioned the condom info, and now I'll go into the quick questions here. <laughs> he, he looked when, when I showed him the quick questions. He's like, "Oh my gosh, just like so many." But we can do this. All right, let's let's try this. Who is your personal hero, and why do you? I gotta say, I'm not gonna pick one person. I'm gonna say my parents, my mom and dad. Uh, they're both been super inspiring to me. I mentioned my dad is a reason I chose to come to UBC as an engineering student. Uh, but both of them have always been there for me growing up, and uh, I wouldn't be who I am today without them. Shout out to mom and dad wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is fulfillment? 
what is fulfillment? I mean, I think it's just whatever makes, whatever puts a smile on your face, okay. whatever makes you happy, whatever that is for you, whether it's a sport or an, a, a volunteer organization, whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. What brings you the greatest fulfillment? I have to say soccer. I've been playing since for since so small. Respect. I give yeah, respect there you right go. There. Um, that was amazing. My dad was my coach growing up, and I still play the game. It's how I get away from everything. Um, it always puts a smile on my face. A little bit of a competitive nature as well, so I love it. Hey, it's, and it's all friendly stuff. That's the best part about soccer. Right yeah. Now. It's, I, I played soccer basically all my life. Yeah. And it's a different vibe from hockey. Like, hockey is there, but you know, there's always there's something about having... Like a blade beneath your feet. <laughs> Soccer, you can literally play with almost anything. Yeah. You know, it's like, one of the greatest things about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Is that you can just play with whoever, whenever, with whatever. You don't need a whole lot to go for it. Very simple. What is your worst failure? I mentioned to you off camera the, uh, the VP admin campaign there. I actually ran to be an AMS executive uh, two years ago, uh, and I ran what I thought was a pretty good campaign, but I, was, uh, I lost. Uh, my opponent uh, did, ran a great campaign as well. And uh, you know what? Again, you got to see the opportunity in it. I used it because I had a lot more free time. It was the first year I wasn't involved in student government since I got into university. And it allowed me to focus on my classes more. It allowed me to get back involved in soccer at a deeper level and, and pick up some other things as well. And in a way, prepared you for this. In a way, yeah. Yeah, exactly. in a way. So that's the thing about Philly. You go to way before you're looking around. Exactly. Yeah. What would you want to change in the world? I look at it, I, I think I just want people to be able to understand each other. You know, I think a lot of conflict occurs from just not being able to communicate and not understanding each other. If I could help everyone just understand where people are coming from and why people want certain things to happen, I think it would end a lot of conflict. Great. One important advice to everyone. I, I think it would be have to go back to, especially as students, speaking to students out there, getting involved. Look past the academics. Don't put them in the drawer, keep your academics as a main focus, but find something else. Find something else that you're really passionate about to get involved in and, uh, and make it your own. Really make it your own. You heard from this man. <laughs> get involved. It's, it's a plain, simple message. Yeah. What's uh, important in life? I think balance. balance. I think yeah. you, speaking about getting involved, that there is a way to get too involved. You can lose sight of other things that are really important to you. Yeah. And being able to find a balance of all the things that are that speak to you, that fulfill you. Um, self-awareness. Self-awareness. Right? And it's yeah. tough. It is tough. Yeah, it is tough. Um, but take, it takes time and, and try to find some sort of balance. Use your time at university to find balance. All right. Speaking of balance, what got you out of bed this morning? Oh, geez, work probably. <laughs> my alarm second. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably my cat wanting food third. So <laughs> there Any you go. Any one of those will get you. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all work together. It's all, it's all you know, balance and harmonious. Very great. So what are you curious about? What am I curious about? I mean, you're an engineering student, so you're, yeah. you're, you're definitely curious. Uh, we're. I mean, we're pretty fact based. I guess I'm. Uh, I I want to get involved in project management as an engineer. I love projects. Organize, you know, building this building would have been a fun one um, as an engineer, but I, sure. I, I'm curious about project management. Curious about project yeah. Okay. What is your favorite memory? I have this memory from when I was about eight years old. We were taking a family vacation from t to Germany. We have family, uh, you know, relatives in Germany. Nice and we were, That's beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. in February, so there's snow everywhere, and we were doing this tobogganing down a hill, kind oh, of a local oh, hill. Oh, wow. And um, I think... 
it, this vlogging was fun, but the thing I'll never forget was my dad was um, holding our toboggans and letting us hop on and letting us fall down the hill. But while we were hiking back up, he'd do it for all the other kids that were doing the tobogganing as well. That's and I'll, uh, I think it taught me a lot about what real kindness was. And uh, because of that, I'll never forget it, you know? That's great. That, that is like an awesome memory kind of. Yeah. Yeah. How would you introduce yourself to a stranger on the street? I'm all about handshakes. Call it formal, but I love, hey, my name's Alan. Put it there. And then there you go. There you got it. You got a Plain, connection. simple and connected. Wonderful. Yeah. One thing you want to know about everyone. One thing I want to know about everyone. I think I'd want to know everyone's favorite drink. I think when someone's having a bad day, if you bring them their favorite drink, turns it around. So I think if I could know that, it would make I'd be able to affect a lot of different people. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm a tea guy, so now there you go, right? So tea just gets me to yeah. Get in the Whatever it is, is it tea? Yeah. Is it water? Coffee? Bubble tea? I know one of my executives loves bubble tea, so yeah, these different things. I think it makes a difference on those hard days. Yeah, yeah. If you had one minute of the world's complete attention, what would you do? I think I'd, uh, oh man, I don't even know what I'd do. I think I'd just try to get a, a message across of, of, of love and peace, man. Like, oh, you gotta, nice. there's a lot of hate in the world, and it sounds cheesy, but I think, you know, I think asking what you do with one minute of the world attention is a yeah. little cheesy. So it's I think, it, cheesy, I think yeah. it calls for a cheesy answer. Cheesy uh, answer yeah. But uh, you know what? If I actually had everyone in the world's attention for a minute, I think I'd say, hey, let's take a look at what we're doing, and, and let's try to make it a world a better place. And we a better place. Nice and simple. Thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you. Once more, thanks yeah, again. There you go. I'm not going to run crazy guy to turn on the camera. <laughs> uh, cheers, guys.